Drivers, Season 2, Episode 2. We've got the tutus rocking and rolling. I am Sean. On the other side of the telephone, we have Uncle Steve. Are you there, good sir? Oh, you know it. Oh, I do know it. It's very exciting that you are. <laughs> I am uh, literally fired up, or as the young kids call it these days, I am hashtag lit. Um, because the North American <laughs> Motor Show is crack along. along. And there's some, been some fun things uh, fall out of the uh, the North American pipeline. Um, so let's go and, and jump straight into it. So obviously, the most hyped car of the universe is not a Tesla. It is the Toyota Supra. And that has officially yes. been uh, shown uh, uncamouflaged uh, to the world. Thoughts? Thank God. Yeah, well, it took oh. so long. And everyone kind of knew what it was going to look like. Yeah. So, so thoughts. I initially wanted to dislike it because it was way, way, way overhyped. And today, having witnessed so many Toyota fanboys get up in arms over the fact that it's a uh, BMW disguised as a Toyota makes me love it even more because it's upsetting so many purists who really have no reason to be upset that this car exists. Yeah, so they even owned a Supra, be it a, a, yeah. a, a 80s, A70s, any of them. That, that's it. That's it. Like, uh, it, it's as if they just communally don't understand that if there wasn't a platform sharing option for this vehicle, then it simply would not even exist at all. And they would literally have nothing. It's also not <laughs> like it's a surprise. Like, we kind of oh, knew it was it. going to be shared from day dot. Yeah. I, I'm just excited to making fun cars again. And I'm also actually, I, I think I like it. I, I obviously haven't seen it in the flesh, but because hashtag Australia, but I, I think I like <laughs> it. Um, I, I, I like, I like it's like, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's got a polarizing look. People are going to love it or people are going to hate it. Um, people are going to love the front end. I'm not overly in love with the front. I think it's okay. Um, I like the little venti thing on the on the side. Um, I I think the interior is Toyota. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Like um, it's it gonna, it's, it's going to be like an eighty grand car. So like you know it's yeah. that's that's, a, that's still a lot of a lot of coin. There's uh, many things to love about it and many things to not love about it. Um, I'm the same in that I don't like the the nose cone and I'm really looking forward to the Japanese tuning houses going full nuts on fiberglass <laughs> front bars for this thing. Uh, so it, only everybody, because... everybody, stock tip, invest in fiberglass. There's going to be a shitload yeah. used again in Japan. Vel, Vel side's about to go boom <laughs> again. <laughs> it's true. Oh, still around? I'm going to go Google it. My, my only beef with it uh, from an aesthetic perspective is I really, really, really dislike when they um, have that that nose shape that's obviously trying to echo like a Formula One or touring uh, or, you know, uh, Le Mans race car style nose mm. melded into a normal road car. It, it reminds me of um, when Mercedes tried to do the same thing. And I don't remember, don't know if you recall the, the nose shape of the... Um, second generation SLKs, but they were a very similar thing where they were trying to echo the, the look of the Mercedes F1 nose. It was quite pointy, wasn't it? Yeah, and it yeah. just looked a bit ugly, and it hasn't held up well uh, over the years, and I no. don't think that this will either. 
but take a take that away from it and i love the shape of the cabin i love the whole double bubble thing going Me on too. the roof love the double bubble roof yeah good on, good on dodge the, wipers thank you that's it i love the long bonnet cabin rearward uh the side profile of the thing i reckon it's cool i, I like the ducktail I, I like everything with the ducktail so you know you can probably get like <laughs> a, a peugeot station wagon and chuck a ducktail on the roof i'm all for it but like you know, right. so yeah, I, I I'm 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 a big fan of the Ducktail. Um, and, and you know what, I'm I, I, I when it first like revealed, I was like I was like ah oh, yeah like you know polarizing, and then the people good people at Ray's Engineering Volk Racing Wheels, uh, put up like a photoshopped image of one on TE thirty sevens and dropped slightly. Oh, yes. And I was like sold. <laughs> I'm like take all of my money. I don't care anymore. <laughs> That's it. Like, That's all that we've said it before. We'll say it again many times. T37s fix everything. <laughs> oh, they, they sure do. They sure bloody do. Um, okay, so look, that's enough about the Super. Look, I'm glad it's out. Um, I'm glad we never have to see another hyped up Toyota press release ever again. And it's here. <laughs> and, and let's 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 uh, let's see what happens when it actually hits showrooms. Um, but look, there was other other surprising releases uh, that kind of got dwarfed or, or kind of pushed aside due to the whole Supra being finally really revealed thing. Um, uh, the good people at Mugen have released a full kit for the new Civic Type R. A, who knew they were still around? And B, have you seen it? It's like they somehow made the world's most edgiest car even more edgy. No, I haven't. I'm going to have to jump on Instagram as soon as we're finished up on this to check that out because that, um, that does sound a little bit nuts. Yeah, it's it, look. I, I'm again not in love with it, but it's just typical, typical Japan at the moment. They're making everything like out of a, you know, 1999 anime cartoon. But look, you know, it's, <laughs> I'm I'm all for the the tuning scene. So good on them. But the fun thing that I saw, and I was actually like, oh my god, Subaru actually released a concept car. Well, it's not a concept, it's like a production car worth buying. The S09 STI. Ah uh, yes. yes, yes. It's got factory built-in canards. It's it's got yep. like factory built-in flares. It's got the big wing. I was like, oh, thank you, Subaru gods, for actually giving a shit about what someone said and building something that people actually want to buy. And it, I I love it. I dig it. Well, the, the the real hallmark of this one is that it's the first time they're selling uh, one of the S series cars outside of Japan because I don't know. Uh, if you've Subaru nerded this as much as I have, but um, the S series cars have been a big deal in Japan for a long Forever. time since yeah. GC8 was the when they did the S two o one was sweet. the first one. Didn't they and have a factory both, roof scoop by the way? Uh, not not sure. Anyway, but, sorry. Either way, they've been absolutely nuts. I I fell in love with the S two o four. Um, which was the, uh, no, no, no. The one before that, the one that I used to own that shape. Uh, Pin eye. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, came with factory carbon fiber buckets, um, six pot Brembo's like just the works. And it was such a monster of a car. And there was actually one in Australia. That I was, was going to say there was one. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the first time they're selling them outside of Japan in that North America is going to get them. We still won't, but 
There is a shred of light at the end of the tunnel that the new import laws that are coming into effect uh, later this year should allow people to bring those cars in. Um, So that that is something worth getting excited about. That is worth getting excited about. That's very, very cool. Um, But yeah, no, so very excited. I thought that was very cool. And I I thought it looked and it was exactly what everyone expects from what everyone wants from Subaru. It's not what anyone expects anymore, but... I'm sure they'll all sell out like instantly. Um, look, uh, big, big news from Ford. They released their GT500 replacement, um, 700 horsepower. Did you that? see it? They, they literally dropped it from the roof, like on, on cables down onto the stage. It was the cheesiest thing oh I've ever God, seen. No. Oh, look that, that up. It's hilarious. Look, I, I, I was a Mazda dealer a while um and i remember being in noosa when they released the current generation mx5 and they helicoptered it in from the ocean and landed on the beach and had like pyrotechnics <laughs> and dudes on horses so i know how kind of wacky these manufacturers get sometimes but yeah yeah, yeah the, dropping it from the roof Amazing. at the, the motor show good on them yeah but yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah 700 horsepower nothing to sneeze at that's 522 kilowatts I'm off the top of my head um, in, in our money. Um, so, look, the yeah. thing's going to be a beast and it's going to kill almost every pedestrian at a car show ever. So, Absolutely. if you're at a car show and you see one, duck for cover. The thing is, like, you, you could get through serious layers of crowd with that much horsepower. Oh, like, yeah. but it's going to be incredible. Um, it's Crap got a nice big grill. Uh, I reckon it'll be able to swallow children whole. Uh, perfect. You know what? I'm gonna go see if the number plate, uh, Mister Plow, potentially that could be perfect for any 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 Mustang owner, but especially a GT500 owner. <laughs> um, also, out of the Ford cap, which I thought was um, important, and I, I want to raise it for you. But big news from Ford: uh, they've gone ahead and revealed. Wait for it, the Explorer ST, the new one. It's a performance Explorer. Hello? Okay. <laughs> I, I thought I thought the exploder was gone for good oh so did everyone else my friend but it is back and it now has a performance uh, version oh that's just what the world needs isn't it it is exactly it. and you'll also be uh, interested in knowing that uh, as soon as I found out that Cadillac dropped what's called is it the Black Hawk uh, which is which is just a it's not even a car Cadillac just want to put an engine on a stand um, which is random for Cadillac because they've never done that before. But it's a 550 horsepower Cadillac V8 called the Black Hawk. Right. So I, I went straight away and dropped a message to Ryan Wilkinshaw and the good people at HSV. I told them that I love them lots. I told them that they need to make that engine happen in anything ASAP. Uh, still no responses. Weird. Uh, Ryan, if you're listening, uh, hit a brother up. Uh, but yeah, that, honestly, uh, I'm a big, big fan of the Calic Motors. Jim uh, making good V8, and that's certainly one to keep an eye on. But uh, look, there was lots of hits, I think, at, at the North American Motor Show. Uh, I don't know if you agree or not, but I thought there was lots and lots of hits. Exploiter, maybe not. But what is your crap car of the week? doesn't have to be from the Motor Show, but I'll start off. My crap car of the week is from the Motor Show, and it is the Infinity XQ Inspiration Concept. The thing looks like a giant tampon. And, <laughs> and infinity like you guys don't have the creative freedom to be putting wheels on a tampon and be like here you go kids it's the future because um, i ain't getting into that or it's getting into me or i can't i, I don't even know it, i don't even know 
They're so confused. I mean, they had that uh, heaps retro <laughs> yeah, that's right. race car thing last year. Uh, so you know, they're trying to make everything old and historical that predates even their existence by several decades and trying to be the, the future at the same time. Uh, yeah. Struggling to even be relevant in the present. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the struggle, isn't it? Just trying to be relevant now. They just they just try to work out where their relevance lies. <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. They're just like, hey, uh, retro didn't work. Let's go for ultra neo futuristic. Yeah. Good luck, Infinity. Good luck yeah. to you. All they got to do is put that GTR motor in, like one of their sedans, and they'll sell truckloads. Like, it's not rocket science, people. Alpha did it. Just do what Alpha did. And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, boy, Alpha. All they did was jam in sedan and everyone went, tick, life is good again. We love Alphas. Like, it's it's not hard manufacturers listening. Just take your biggest motor, jam it in a little car, we'll all be happy. Exactly. Exactly. And then make make an EV version and say you hug trees. Done. Job done. Yeah. Yeah. And just don't hype it like a Supra. (laughs) (laughs) Hype, hype. Just, day, just, drop that, just walk into the room, drop it on the ground, walk out, and be like, "Job done." That's suspended that's from it. the roof with cables, is what we're saying. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so, so moving right along as well. So we're gonna uh, we're, we're trying a few things on this particular episode where we want to have a segment so you guys kind of kind of get a feel of what's to be expected, uh, and it kind of holds us accountable as well to, to operating somewhat kind of a functional show as well. So that was Crap Car of the Week. So get, get excited about that one because Steve's got next week's Crap Car coming up. But I, I want to know what your investment pick is for a ve- any vehicle under 20 grand. What do you think's on its way up? Let's try and get educational deep down and help the people out there. Out. In under 20 grand, you had to under stick 20 there, didn't you? I did. Um, I did. It's a, it's, a, it's a good little gap. No, you know what? I... That's what the K ones can uh, can just creep under the twenty k mark, so I'm still going to say uh, an MY05 STI. That, oh. that that for me is um, I want one. I want one with low Ks in white. If you're listening, you have one and you want to sell it, hit us up because yep. I will blow that. Yes, yes, please do. Uh, no, I reckon that's um, it, it was the best, uh, the last of the two litre STIs that was sold in Australia. It was the last car that came with a semi closed deck block, fully forged internals um, that was sold locally in Australia. It had the update interior with what I think is the best looking. Uh, exterior that they ever did. Um, and uh, you know, they've been tipped as being the one to, to sort of keep an eye on for a little while. And uh, I don't think it'll be too long before they start taking off because a lot of early WRXs are already taking off for, at the moment. So that's my pick. Hmm, good pick. Nice but pick. Don't, don't everyone go out and start paying stupid money for them yet. Wait until I have one first. <laughs> and that, that's my advice. <laughs> yeah, hey, look, solid, solid advice. Uh, and we will wait till you give us the green light to go investing in Subarus. Perfect. Uh, Thank yeah, you. we'll we'll sit here quietly till till said time. You know what? Mine mine's gonna be a bit random. I reckon the the um, two thousand and two Monaros in a CB eight in a manual. Oh, 
Dude, sh- that you you already missed the the bottom of the market on those. No, they're still there. They're still there. I was looking through today. Um, they're, they're they're creeping, which is fun. Uh, and, and random. But the, but like, the thing is, like their their rock bottom was about sort of five six years ago, and that's when it would have been the perfect time to buy because there was a period where, um, particularly the the CV sixes were they dropped down below ten grand at one point. Yeah, um, you wouldn't do that to yourself anyway. Like they're not going to be wanted. Yeah, you know that that just shows where the bottom of the market was, and um. You know, you could get a decent V8 car for mid-teens any day of the week. That happens. Yeah, you can, you can still pick it's... them up for high teens, for a, for an okay one. Some of them are trash, of course, because, you know, Bergen life. But they're, they're, they're be... still look even, even on the way up, it's not a bad time to buy because they didn't make a, sh- a shitload of them. Um, and they're, they're still, no. they're, they're going to be an iconic Australian car. Full stop. And I think they look good. I know, shock horror. But I, I oh, no, look, look I'm with you there. Uh, for for me particularly, the um, the series two was the the best of the lot because that got the V VY interior upgrade. Right. No, no, yeah. no. Because for me anyway, the bonnet nostrils can go to hell. <laughs> yeah, like... exhaust is not necessary. I'd rather have a useful boots boot cavity. Um, the uh, when they did the, the bonnet nostrils, I think that ruined the lines of the car. It's such a classy shape because of its simplicity. And the moment they tried to overcomplicate it with the bonnet nostrils and the compromise in the boot with the fuel tank to allow the twin exhaust, I think was uh, a bit of a wank, really. I mean, the, if you've seen the boot on those, they're freaking useless. Can't say I've stared at the boot of a Monaro for a very long time. Mm. No, no. Has has been a few drinks between them, but the uh, but yeah no look I I the only thing I love about the final series the Z series was that uh, Turismo blue. Um, oh, I thought yeah. that was a ripper color. Um, and it suited that car to a T. But look, I, I and look, they're certainly above the twenty grand price range, so they don't count. And you know, as a, as a bonus throwaway investment car is a HSV Avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> Throwaway is the right term. <laughs> I love them. I don't care. I don't care that they get 30 litres per 100 Ks because YOLO, fossil fuel, yum, yum. Um, look but, at, but I, I love them. Look at one from dead front on, and it is yeah. the ugliest thing ever. Like It's, it's a mother could love car. I agree. But you know what? I love them. I reckon they're great. For a Mark whose fan base will quite happily cry from the... Uh, from the clouds, uh, all sorts of obscenities at over-the-top body-kitted Japanese cars. <laughs> and did HSV do some awful, awful things with plastic? Look, that was that was that was peak plastic. The O four period, <laughs> it was peak plastic. But look, I still love them. I think they're great, um, and and I definitely think they're a little, little like you know they're not going to be a million-dollar car anymore. Don't go bet the house on it. But you know, I think if you're looking for something that you can drive if you have enough money to fill it up with fuel um good you know, I, I, I don't think they're going to collapse the good news is they're all yours because literally yeah, no one so <laughs> knock yourself out man go nuts <laughs> all right i was gonna try and find one they're not the easiest thing to find like unicorn food okay moving right along to this or that right so would you rather be a sheep or shme hmm that's a good question. So those who don't know who Shmi is, Shmi is a YouTuber. He's got a kajillion million followers. He has a McLaren Senna. He has a McLaren 6, 
75 LT Spider. He has a Ford GT. He has every car that you wish to own. He has he even just bought a brand new Super apparently, like the first delivered one to Europe. So the dude's living the dream being the YouTuber. His voice is hella annoying. He looks like he's 12 years old and he's trying to punch him in the throat. <laughs> that's why I would rather be a sheep. But that's pure jealousy and green doesn't look good on me. Mm. Look, I, I'm going to go with being him only because uh, I don't see myself um, uh, amassing a collection of cars like that anytime soon. <laughs> but, you know, if, you, if someone out there is willing to pay us substantial amounts of money to do this so that we can live that dream, Hello at the drivers. <laughs> <laughs> all day, all DMLs. Um, but no, 100%, man. Like, you know, he, he is killing it. Um, I can't believe his lineup at the moment. Like, to have not only a center, um, but to have also a Ford GT, like, that's, that's you know, that, that's uh, that's dreams and goals right there. Like, I think half the world or more than half the world would be happy with just one of those to have both is just next level. But yes, no. So, yes, uh, Mr. Shmee, uh, we are super jelly. Um, and I am sad and also happy for you. And I will watch your videos of great envy uh, until we can amass our own subscriber base for our YouTube channel once that launches. But to close <laughs> out the episode uh, and keep that Toyota theme running, what do you think is the best Toyota real drive ever? No Lexuses allowed. Or Lexi or Lexuses. Or Lex- What's a group of Lexuses? Like a consortium of Lexi? Whatever. No Lexuses. All right, no, no Lexuses. That that's fine. Uh, Two thousand GT. Uh, it's not not a hard. I knew, it. I knew you would. You're yeah. so stereotypical. Of course, you're going to go. This thing that looks like a British car. Right, look, I'll tell you right uh, now. It's it's it not also 2000 GT. to be the only classic Toyota that's worth north of a million bucks. So, <laughs> but that doesn't mean anything. People are paying a million bucks for LFAs, and we've been down that road before. It's the, like just because someone pays it doesn't make it okay or good. The best rear-wheel drive car ever is, I kind of almost alluded to it, everyone's going to think I'm going to say AE86, which is a very bloody good Corolla, but it is a KE70. Okay, go on, give us the spiel, tell us why. It's only affordable one. <laughs> even even AE86 is not going to afford, they're like 20 odd grand. Yeah, oh, no. God. yeah, no. So yeah, KE70s, buy them in droves and park them in your backyard. That is another investment tip because, you know, they're going to be worth 20 grand very soon. Hey, look, uh, RA28 Salikas, ask me how oh, I don't know. even. <laughs> don't even. I, I still cry tears. I still cry tears. <laughs> I randomly stumbled upon a picture of yours and then mine. I was like, oh, why did we let them go? Because oh, we're stupid, Sean. We because are stupid. We're stupid. I, I miss my retainers. This is why you shouldn't take our investment advice because we're stupid and we sold the good things. Nah, but yeah, you live you learn and you amass way worse things than you regret. That's what life should be full of. And on that amazing bombshell, you have a great night, my friend. Um, and we'll be back next week with some more fire. And everyone who's been listening um, to our last couple of podcasts, thank you. Uh, they've been going off the Richter scale. So keep listening, keep sharing. Please subscribe. Tell your mum, tell your friends. Um, we love the support we need the support and thank you and Steve have one for evening goodbye that's all thanks for listening to season 2 of The Drivers if you enjoyed this episode be sure to hit subscribe or read more online at thedrivers.co